Good. All right, let's freaking get good. to it. I, I was saying, as soon as you walked in, dude, the U.S. Open hat. We appreciate that here. I um, I played college tennis. You did? Yeah, see, I uh, I think uh, someone told me that, yeah. I think, and uh, I figured you would appreciate this. Yes, so. dude, I appreciate very, the hat. Very on brand. So you wear glasses, which I didn't know till I saw you at the gym with your, uh, with your glasses on this morning, dude. It's hilarious that we now go to the same gym. <laughs> we found that out the other day. Yeah. Uh, I do. Um, not many people know this, but I have horrific eyesight like there's actually like actually i have a lot of just eye problems in general sorry to hear that bro what number (laughs) on the on the contacts are you it is minus 10 and a half (laughs) oh my gosh bro i'm minus three and a half yeah so have you thought about getting lasik or would it not work for you i mean that's what like i've gone to the doctor and they've they're just like hey i kind of asked them like am i a candidate for lasik and they're like well you know, to get LASIK, we need to see a, an extended period of time where, where your eyes stop get getting worse. worse. Right, right, right. And every time they're just like, nah, these are just damn, worse. bro. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah, dude. It's I mean, look, I had glasses and I got, I just start getting glasses in like third grade. So it's been like it's been a lifelong. There were uh, there's a lot going on back then. Do you have really good hearing though? Oh no, actually, to offset no. it. No? no, I wish I did. What about smelling? How are the other senses? I feel like my other senses, I can get by. I'm worried what (laughs) things are going to be like in like 30 years. Bro, I think once you get the LASIK though, you'll be good. Once your eyes stop getting worse. Apparently they say like around 40. I would assume if they're still getting worse past 40, then. Shit, bro. I'm sorry to hear that, bro. (laughs) I've got problems. Well, you're a nice guy and you got a lot of good things going for you. So uh, whatever. You'll take it. The universe stays balanced. You know, it's going to get you back at some point. Definitely, dude. All right, man. So let's uh, let's start from the beginning. You grew up in Ohio. Is that correct? Ohio. Yeah. If anybody knows or have heard of that place. (laughs) Big OSU fan. Ohio State. I went to Ohio State. Yeah. Oh, you went to Ohio State. Graduated from there. Yeah. Wow. Graduated. That's unlike some comedians, but that's nice. (laughs) I know, right? Well, you said you played tennis. I played, yes. uh, tried to play college golf for a year. Bro, yeah. I have been getting so into golf recently. I've been watching like Good Good on YouTube. Oh, yeah. I don't know. You yeah, watch those, those guys? Yeah, those dudes are great. It's insane. So my mom, for the most part, I'd say within like the last two, I guess summers for the most part, has gotten really into golf and always wants me to go out there with her. Uh, her and her boyfriend play almost every single weekend, Saturday and Sunday. So she's been getting a lot better. But uh, the last time I really was taking golf seriously was probably when I was like, 10 or 11 years old and I took five lessons that's as serious as I got and then in college I played twice with my boys so between like now and the last time that I really played was like 11 years but I love it man it's super fun yeah it's cool I mean I'm glad like I I I got into it I guess I'm glad I got into it earlier because now like all my friends who I don't know played different sports in high school and stuff they're just like obsessed with golf yeah so dude like a, what's up with that like why have why do like older guys just start to get obsessed with golf i don't know i think like, it's because that, that's me? all you can do like, <laughs> your athleticism, it's a lifelong sport sure. your athleticism starts to go away yes. after a while did you play sports in high school i did yeah golf and baseball and i tried oh, nice. i yeah it's funny i tried to play football for a while there and I'm like, clearly, you could just by looking at me, you're like, I can't believe cool. you're What were you, like piece. a strong safety, though? Dude, I, so it's fun. Yeah, I know. I played wide receiver, and I was a kicker, too, which is All like right. what you would expect. But for you to go to OSU from Columbus, that means you must have had, like, really good grades, right? Or also been, like, the athlete, too. You were the full package, probably. I guess. I mean, I actually, my first year of golf, when I was playing golf, it was actually at Youngstown State, which is a much smaller school in Ohio. And um, they I, beat Michigan, didn't they? No, in football? The, no, that was Appalachian State oh, dude, like a while bad. ago. No, but uh, so I did that. I was like a walk on. Um, I 
didn't make the team after my freshman year. And I was like, I'm not going to like go through this again and maybe try out like I was, you know, it just wasn't going to work. So I was like, let's go to OSU, which was probably all my, I was destined to go there anyway. Why is that? Uh, well, my growing up in Columbus, uh, my dad worked for the football team too, for like almost 20 years. No way. Yeah. What so- did he do? He wasn't more, he wasn't in, it wasn't coaching. It was more on um, like ad, the administrative side of things. Oh, dope. So he was like helping these guys get through schools, like meeting with recruits. Like, I, I guess maybe just like, you know, <laughs> making sure these guys graduate. Yeah, basically. dude, I'm sure he played like, by the book, but I'm also sure that he probably saw some weird shit. I mean, there was that position. You know, I, I haven't actually asked him that. I've, I've, I should ask him, be like, you know, you and him got to have a podcast episode, dude. Yeah, maybe we should stop. <laughs> All you like, need hey, is that one episode, dude. How did some of these guys graduate? Like Maurice Claret type? He was, was he around during no, that time? Oh, yeah. My, so my dad, they used to call my, they used to call Maurice. So at the time, it was, uh, I guess it was, yeah, me and my brother, my sister wasn't born yet, but they used to call Maurice Claret my dad's third son because no. that's how much time he had to spend with them. For those of everybody listening and right. watching who uh, don't know, can you kind of describe Maurice Claret's uh, career and what year, I guess, he was there? That was, was yeah, that was like early 2000s. So that was like, you know, 2002 when we won the national championship, um, like around that time. And I think my dad was pretty new there, actually, but it was just funny I guess I don't know. It's funny looking back on now because I've like met like Maurice now as a you know an adult. But anyway, it basically he was like this super talented running back, and then uh, just ended up getting into a lot of a lot of trouble. Now, what happened though initially? He took money from an outside source and wasn't allowed to play college football. Was that like the start of it? I think so. You know, I need to look back on the story and yeah, see when it too. all started because it, things actually a lot of it escalated after college. Like couple arrests, yes, you know, a I couple do like, that. guns in the car at some point. So but was, I, so I think he was supposed to enter the NFL draft, and he didn't get drafted, and then couldn't play at Ohio State. So he kind of just had a big gap right, here. Yeah, yeah. I so believe I believe issue. that's what that is that is what happened. But him, my dad remained close, I guess, for a while. And so your dad still boys with him. Yeah, like, it's funny. He'll, like, run into, like, old players at, like, the airport and stuff. And they'll just be like, yo, like, Darren, what's up, dude? Like, this is... What kind of stuff do the (laughs) Ohio State football players do after college, though? You know, granted, um, a handful of them will play in the NFL for three to five years. But what's the kind of, like, life trajectory after that? Um, Let's... What do they... I mean, I think a lot of them... You know, I'll have to ask. A lot of them will will get into coaching and stuff. A lot of them are, are like get into some of them are like high school athletic directors now. Some are on the coaching staff at OSU or like, you know, they'll coach high school teams, stuff like that. So, um, yeah, that that's I feel like what a lot of these guys are doing, small businesses, you know, right, right, right. So. like in the town of Columbus where yeah. like they'll get a lot of support. Yeah, a lot of them stay in Columbus, I feel like. So what year did you transfer to OSU? That was uh, see, I graduated in 2019. So that was um, I, I transferred in the middle of my sophomore year. So it would have been uh, 2017. And was that the plan all along to transfer out of Youngstown State? <laughs> if I didn't make the golf team, which I didn't, then probably. Yeah, because <laughs> I don't know if you guys have been if you've ever heard of Youngstown, been in Youngstown. It's not a nice play it's not a fun i wouldn't i wouldn't say to i wouldn't suggest visiting so there's a comedian uh dominic leonelli i'm not sure if you've heard of him that's i have met dominic okay so he's from youngstown yeah we did yeah we talked about that um yeah you know lucky to make it out of there yeah he was saying there there were just like a few open mics here and there is that the kind of stuff you were doing or when did you get into comedy oh no i didn't get into comedy till like like after that i i started stand up in it was like late 2020 okay 
which is like Ohio, you know, one of the only places still doing open mics during COVID. <laughs> like, I bet. And it was, there were probably like a hundred people there too at those open mics. Oh right? no, dude, no, dude. It's Ohio. Nobody goes, nobody does anything fun there. Oh like, really? No, there were like 12 of us. And like, it was, I mean, it, it was good for me. I guess it was good to like do stand up at such a low stakes level sure. to start. So it was like, you know, and I wasn't good at all. Like, so it was like fine to just go there and say just a bunch of dumb shit and you know just i guess i don't know just learn how to hold a microphone like i've never been on stage before i'm like <laughs> but did you were you in plays and stuff in high school or anything theater wise no, or no? no 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 i was very much the typical golf bro like douchebag business major like i that was that's like the i wouldn't say that that's the persona that i have but that no, is exactly all, what i gave off to okay. like you know what i mean people meet me like what do you you know i'm a financial services consultant who played golf, and golf. So <laughs> i hate you already how's like, your how's your golf game now what are you scratch or something I'm, I'm learning the phrases a little bit now yeah What's it's the deal it's it's i mean it go it's definitely it's hard to maintain <laughs> um I would say right really? now I'm probably between a two and a three handicap. Is I think. So that would mean out of a 72 par course, you'd shoot a 74 or 75, correct? Yeah, well, it depends on like every course has like a course rating, right? So like a course could be par 72, but the rating could be 74, which means it's like, you know, plays harder to play. You know, the, the higher the rating, the harder the course is. So. Golf and tennis have difficult scoring um situations to kind of keep up with if yeah. you don't play the sport yeah no i'm i'm like just i just kind of started learning more about tennis and stuff yeah, like i realized i'm tough. like looking at like the numbers on the screen i'm like i don't know what this means sometimes but. it's difficult to understand especially in grand slams where the men play three out of five sets and then in all other tournaments for the most part they play two out of three yeah. and then in the fifth set now within like the last year and a half they've changed it to where it's not win by two in the fifth anymore i don't know have you heard of john isner oh yeah yeah so, okay so he was a georgia bulldog he played four years there and he actually beat a guy in the first round of wimbledon in i think it was 2010 or 2011 he beat him 70 to 68 in the fifth set and the match took 12 hours that was kind of the turning of people realizing that okay we need to make the fifth set like That's reasonable insane. like well i think i saw like i don't know i think i saw like espn tweet that or something like on this day yeah, type yeah, thing. yeah and i'm just like i didn't know insane 12 hour time that's smash. i mean yeah how do you did people like keep watching yeah well it was <laughs> you just so, go home so i think it was the first day they got rained out after like an hour then the second day they played uh, like seven and a half hours, and then the third day they played like two, that's or insane. two and a half. Yeah, insane that's like that. How'd you get into golf though? I honestly, I, I mean, I played once with like my friends, and I was just like kind of hooked on it in, in high school. But that I was, it was more so me looking in the mirror, and like, hey man, you're not a football player. Like, <laughs> the, you, like let's figure something else. But out do your here, dad right? want you to play football? I mean, yeah, I guess like he was a college football player. Yeah, my grandfather played college football. Where'd like, they play? My dad played at Ohio University, OU, the Bobcats. Not Miami of Ohio. No. Which is a funny, uh, no, no. funny little uh, difference between the University of Miami yeah. and then Miami of Ohio. Not to be confused with the place in the middle of cornfields. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where'd your grandpa play? Uh, he was at West Liberty University, which is like a D2 school in West Virginia. Okay. I have family in West Virginia and Ohio. It's not a great track record for me. It's interesting. And now you're here in New York City, bro. Right. How long so, have you been here? Uh, about... I, well, here, I guess it's a little complicated because I moved here in April 2021. Okay. I got an apartment out in LA in April of this past year, but now I'm like kind of just splitting time between both. I'm like back here for like most of the year, uh, for like the rest of the year, which is basically because like LA is dead right now because of the Hollywood strike. And, and you're killing it, bro, which is great to see. So how did you initially get into 
I don't want to say niche because I know you do a lot of different entertainment wise things, but like doing uh, one on one sketches, self sketches, which I do a lot of myself. Yeah, um, how'd you get into that? I don't. I mean, I think it all started like back back around the same time I did stand up. That was when I was like jumping on TikTok and doing like just trying stuff. And it was basically like, I don't know, doing just kind of like everyday life things that people could relate to. I mean, my old videos were so bad. I can't believe people. But I think the <laughs> one I think one of the first videos I probably saw of you was like on my TikTok and you were doing impressions, right? Yeah, Does no, that yeah, right? that's kind of how it started. I, yeah. I was just like, I guess I was like always like pretty good at impressions and I just saw other people do it on TikTok. So I was like, I can throw this. I can throw my hat in the ring. Like, who cares? And uh, yeah, I mean, looking back, the content was not. Good. It's gotten better throughout the years, I think. Uh -huh. Like it took, cause I remember I didn't have a comedic bone in my body. Like I never, I started it at 24. So like I wasn't, it wasn't like I was, I'd ever written a joke in my life. Jump, jumping back to uh, football, you know, it's interesting. Cause like for the most part, parents don't want their kids to get into football. Right. But did you feel like your family was different and like pushing you towards the the sport or not really i don't know i played all i played every like i played baseball which i loved that was probably the first sport i loved i played basketball soccer like growing up so like i don't know i i think maybe not push for football my dad did coach my football and baseball teams um but like it got to like yeah i just got to a point where like i just wasn't playing much and i'm like looking at like i said i'm looking at myself and i'm like you're never going to play much. like this isn't going to change um and I was like, it's not worth it, really. I, I love football. I'm a huge fan. Yeah. A fan of it. Um, but So do you like the Cincinnati Bengals now? What's the deal? No, my fam so my, my family's roots are from like the this really small town in Ohio that's like, it's basically like kind of right by Pittsburgh. So we refer to the Steelers. Pittsburgh teams. Yeah. Across the board, too. I am a Pirates fan. It's oh, yeah? Now. Yeah. Die hard. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, it's man. Miserable. So how's New York been treating you? You like it? Love it? What's the deal? It's I very it. different from where you're from. Yeah, no, correct? I love... Uh, yes, I love New York. Um, I will tell, like, my relatives are like, I don't know how you could ever live there. I'm like, you guys have stayed in the same place for, the, like, 90 years. Yeah. Like, these people live in, like, I don't know, the rolling hills of West Virginia and small town Ohio. It's crazy. And you felt like you just needed to experience the big city. Yeah. I mean, I grew up in Columbus. My parents moved to Columbus. Thank God. I mean, thank God. <laughs> uh, so I got to grow up in like a normal, like suburb, I guess. But like, yeah, every time we go back home, I'm like, I can't believe that this is where my family is from. What high school did you go to in Ohio? Uh, Olentangy Liberty. Shout out the Patriots. Is that a Catholic school? No, it's a public school. Olentangelo? Olentangy. It's like, uh, it's, like the um like a native native american okay. tribe how was the weather growing up there were you able to play golf that much yeah it's, you know it's typical midwest you know you got four seasons so our season was in the fall but like you know to stay sharp you play in the spring and summer and you know usually like november through february beginning of march you're probably not practicing much but. so transitioning from your big presence on tiktok into now you're doing shows all over the city and like all over the country for the most part right yeah uh yeah i've been traveling a bit more um and yeah i think that was always the plan like i i, I like i was doing these sketches especially like some of these like impression stuff and i'm like i'm not i can't be like 35 doing these. <laughs> like you need to like i want to i was like i need to 
transition into like something else to where like i'm not just relying on this stuff forever relying on what stuff you like mean? just like the the sketch like the pov sketches and stuff like that i feel like like from a digital standpoint i guess you know you feel like you wanted to have a more in-person presence you mean i think so i think i just like i don't know i just think people get bored of that stuff you know after over time like i think at some point my fans or followers i guess will want to see me i guess graduate from being a you know a face on the internet well they would want to see you in person more so right sure I that's think. what I, and yeah and I, that's usually what people say people like people that come like when i post shows and stuff people are like oh like this was people are like this is a great time like well i'm gonna come to the next one stuff yeah like. so like that that to me tells me like okay like I, if i can get people on board for this then because it's just hard you can't really make a career out of being a, a digital like it's just it's gonna. It would be tough. Do you find that you need to have both? You mean? I think. I think stand up. You can just make more of a. There's more. You, there's more potential. Like, I make. Like, I can. People pay me to do like ads and whatnot. But again, like, it's kind of cringy to see like a forty year old do a, an ad for like an alcohol company. You think so? I think it depends. It depends on uh, the creator and and whatnot. But like, I definitely is like. I just feel like I. I, I probably can't do that because I'm not like a model. You know what I mean? Like models and like celebrities or whoever are able to just be like, you know, here's me with a, a, a drink and <laughs> like, like Captain Morgan. I'm hot, right. And I'm hot and that's it. Yeah. And for me, it's going to be like, nah, it's not that easy. <laughs> like, right. I don't know. So that's kind of what I'm trying to avoid going forward is getting stuck. I guess is probably a better way to put it. Getting stuck in like the digital world and then nobody will come to see you live. How long were you in LA for? Um, I, was I guess you're still kind of there. Yeah, still there. I still have an apartment there. I was just there in uh, like I got a place there in April of this year. How do you feel about LA? I mean, it's growing on me. New York's way better still. Um, New York or LA is growing on me, but it's just like it's everything is stressful. <laughs> like it's how do you mean? It's it's so spread out. Bro, I mean, thank you for saying that. That's right. It's too slow, dude. I talk all the time on this pod about how if I wanted to go and do four things in New York City right now, like leave the apartment and come back, it would take an hour and a half. If I wanted to go do four things in L.A., it'd take probably four hours. That's your day. Like, you know? Yeah. You, that's <laughs> yeah. Day. CVS, the weed store, grocery store, get that's a buzz day. cut. Forget Bro, about it. That might take the whole weekend. <laughs> Forget yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah. No. Genuinely, it's like you can't even like go like if you go to like a bar or whatever, like that's where you're staying the rest of the night. Yes. You can't just say, hey, let's bounce to somewhere else. If you do, you're spending 70 bucks on an Uber. And so Definitely. it's just uh, that part of it is annoying. But uh, I will say even, even though Hollywood is like super dead right now, everybody out there is in entertainment. I guess I saw you opening for Tim Dillon, right? Yeah, I opened for Tim. Yeah. So how how was that? How'd you guys meet? That was cool. Yeah, he honestly found me on Instagram. I just I just shit on like Instagram and stuff for like ten minutes. It's like no, like actually the biggest comedian that I'm friends with like, <laughs> found me on Instagram. Uh, yeah, it was cool. He just like hit me up, and then um, we um, he's got a place out here too. So I went and like met him for the first time about a year ago now, and uh, we just kind of hit it off, and he just. Uh, you know, started taking me on some of these road shows and whatnot. And you're meeting a lot of comedians in New York too, I see, right? Yeah, doing a lot of, yeah, doing a lot of other stuff with, uh, with comics here. Uh, yeah. You know, some of the sketches and whatnot too, just like, just kind of collaborating with different people is fun, so. Nice. Yeah. So how's the journey been, I guess, from Ohio to now 
not being in your hometown anymore. Because, dude, I grew up in New York City. So for the most part, I'll go out to L.A., I'll go to Miami, I'll be there for four nights, I'll do a few shows, and I'll be like, all right, get me back to New York. Yeah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, I can't, like, I will, I'm, I'm not moving back to Ohio. <laughs> like, so you're you know, in New York? You, we got you now? I think you, no, yeah, you guys got me. Let's here. go! You guys. We're going to be gym bros forever. Yeah. We're you saw Ted Jones. For the rest of my life. <laughs> we might, dude, we might have to edit that part out. They're going to come freaking trying to find you, dude. <laughs> That's true. Uh, <laughs> I'm blanking that out but yes we're gym bros gym bros right uh yeah i mean there's uh, like I, I that's how i feel though like what you just said is how i feel when i go home i go home for like oh, four days, days. Like, Get me and like, here. it's time to go it's not damn that's an interesting feeling man because like, it's just everywhere else that i go like i'm going to a destination wedding i'm going to be there from thursday to sunday in wyoming we land in colorado and then it's a four-hour drive i'm like oh my god but i'm going with like a bunch of friends like a fellow comedian friends so i'll have a good time and i'm treating it as like a vacation but even still man i just don't like i don't like leaving new york i just feel like there's so much going on when i'm not here well that's what i feel too i was gonna say it's not even like i actually do really enjoy that's all you by the way visit yeah okay yeah i really enjoy visiting home you know i do like i, I love going back home to ohio like we go i'll go back for the uh the osu michigan game like yes there's, there's a lot of great things i like about it but Right, like after like a few days, I'm like, wait a second, like I haven't, you know, haven't progressed, written anything, have yeah, right. Yeah. It's like I'm just back to square one. Almost. What kind like, of seats do you get when you go to those OSU games, especially um, versus Michigan? It depends. My dad doesn't work for them anymore, oh, okay. so he still has like connections and stuff that you can get tickets and whatnot. But it used to be, me. I told him, I'm like, you need to work there again because we used to have, you know, we used to sit with like the rest of the staff, you know, the the non coaches who are on the staff, like. You know, it's, just do Nate on the field stuff. Hey, how are you guys feeling? Yeah, that? I mean, yeah, no, I wasn't allowed to do that. No, but, it was <laughs> but like, were you on the sidelines at any point? Because there's so many freaking people on the sidelines. Not, you might see you there. Yeah, no, not during the games, but like before the games, uh, yeah, we kind of yeah, had yeah. those the like little pass, those the little pass. Yeah, so like we they whatever they got go up get the buffet at the suite, sure. like whatever, go hang out. You know what I mean? But you go to any Yankee games recently? Not recently, but I have been to one. Yeah. What is the team? The Cleveland Indians, obviously. Well, I would say we. I I like the Pirates. Oh, okay. The Ohio okay, team, okay, the Indians, enough. are the a lot of my a lot of my uh, friends are Guardians or Reds fans. Did you have to choose between golf and baseball at any point in your high school career where you were like, all right, I'm better at this sport, so I'm going to pursue it? Um, not. It was tough because they both. You had to play both in the summer, yeah, right, the, to get to like I mean. practice. And the swings are different, but I had other friends who, who played both sports. And yeah, I mean, looking back on it, I probably could have been better at one or the other if I had, if I had just picked it. Yeah. I literally had this conversation with a friend the other day. Like, I don't know what I'm going to tell like my future kids. Like, yeah, because like, looking back on it, I'm like, I don't like maybe I could have been better to where like I could have played golf all four years. But then somewhere. at the same time, if your parents force you to play a specific sport, you may not have loved it as much as you love it now. Like you, you know what yeah. I mean? If parents yeah. put too much pressure on their kid, they say that kids should be playing all different sports, but there is a certain age where you got to take a right. sport seriously. When you know? did, right. Like when did you, so it was for me, tennis. it was for me, when? it was between tennis and baseball as well. So I was 12 years old. I won MVP in this little league here in Manhattan, Peter Stuyvesant mm -hmm. little league. I was, I was on the Indians actually. It's funny. Funny. Uh, we mentioned that. And I was going to tennis camp that day where I won the MVP trophy and I chose tennis. I was just so sick of pitching. And then I knew if a kid hit a fly ball to the right field, the ball was being dropped because the kid in right field cannot catch the ball. So it was like 
my competition in baseball, I don't think was ever at a high enough level to the point where I was like, oh man, this is super fun. Everybody behind me is really good. I was just like always a kid who was really good in baseball, not to flex, but mm. it was just like the competition was not really there. And I was so sick of other people making mistakes where I was just like, all right, at least if I'm playing tennis, I miss, I know whose fault it was. Well, how do you even, I was always curious, how do you even play baseball in New York City? Like, where do you guys, um, like, they, of course f- these kids are terrible. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> there are a few fields in Manhattan. So Peter Stuyvesant Little League, for example, is like a big Little League for like the downtown area type kids. They have leagues in Yorkville. But for the most part, like if we were to be playing travel baseball, we go up to Westchester, yeah. we go to New Rochelle, places in like West, yeah, Westchester, upstate-ish New York to play. But once we, once I saw some of those kids playing, I was like, damn, these kids are big. These kids are throwing like 70 miles an hour at 12 or 13 years old, you know, from like 45 feet away. Mm, right. So uh, when I saw that competition, I was also just like, I, I wanted to play tennis more. And that was also something in tennis where the competition wasn't that great being in New York because the court time was expensive and I play in mm-hmm. Long Island City. I play in Randall's Island. So being in New York and playing any other sport besides basketball, it seems like you don't really get like the full competition. Well, that's, you know, yeah, that's because kids in New York come out of the womb smoking cigarettes. Yeah, dude. Taking the subway, smoking cigs. I mean, they're doing coke drinking. at like 11. Dude, the amount it's, of kids that I know that were sober by like 20 or 21 years old is hilarious. Bad. I was, my buddy's like, I, yeah, I did coke at 11. 11? Like, I was playing the weed. 11? <laughs> like, not even kid. Like, I, I, that's not an exaggeration. I haven't yeah. seen that. I'm honestly not surprised. Yeah, I, growing up in the city was just because there was a lot of independence in a good way where you know we know how to get from union square to the upper west side sure. like the back of our hand that was great but just a lot of independence in that we'd be sneaking out of our apartments we'd be sneaking out of our houses wherever and our parents would never really find out just because like i'm sure where you lived your parents were probably picking you up from the parties All right the time. Yeah, well yeah. i wasn't going to parties no i wasn't like not really dude i was not yeah, like I wasn't like a fun like party guy. No I mean, keg stands at like the parties. Or absolutely what? not. No. <laughs> my with my Catholic parents, no way. <laughs> no, but like yeah, I don't know. I mean, I went to like some, but like I was never. That's the thing. It's it's just a whole. It's like a whole different scene. Yeah. I, I think it was. We still like there were definitely like partiers and high school and just like growing up and stuff. But it, it's it's a whole different thing from like the Manhattan scene. Like one of my buddies was like. Like, the, we'll go out now. He grew up in Manhattan. We'll go out now, and he'll be like, yeah, dude, one time in high school, we, like, rented out this club. I'm like, what? That's out a club What, for, like, a 16th school? birthday or something? Yeah, probably something like that. But I'm just like, dude, that's, like, what? Yeah. I just, I couldn't believe that's what people are doing. That's kind of the stuff you'd see on, like, a Friday, Saturday night, maybe, like, a big bar mitzvah, big sweet 16 or yeah. something like that. Or maybe somebody had a house in Long Island. We'd all take the party bus out there. Did you guys have... um like a strong town relationship with the high school football team where everybody would go to the game on Friday or Saturday night. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, that's was, cool. Like pep rallies. Oh, yeah, we had Dude, that I've stuff. always yeah. fascinated about that. Like watching not another teen movie. I like <laughs> yeah, wanted to I be mean, the popular jock, you know? Yeah, it, 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 the it's, quarterback. it's quite frightening how accurate some of those yeah. depictions are. Yeah. Like how did the quarterback end up doing when uh, you were a senior, I guess, in high school? <laughs> did he play college football? Um, I'm trying to think. Uh or any recruits like that that played at a higher level? Yeah, we do. We we do have a we have one kid who's actually in the NFL right now. He's the oh, first wow. first kid to make it to the NFL. What position does he play? Offensive line. Oh, okay, yeah. he's a bigger guy. Yeah, he played at Michigan State, and we had another kid in my one of my uh, 
like kind of longtime friends actually. Like knew this kid from elementary school, played at Indiana. Um, they ended up going pro. Uh, we, I mean, we we had a we had a bunch of kids, you know, go and play in D one, D one, D two, D three, kind of. Yeah. But just one who right now is, I think he plays for the Rams. Like okay. I think. Yeah. Football is such a crazy sport, man. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's just like it's... Did your dad ever tell you stories about, like, kids getting injured or kids just, like, messing up their career? <laughs> dude, I, dude, I think back then, it, that didn't that wasn't a thing. You just kind of... <laughs> you, like, wouldn't get injured. You just, you just well, didn't you talk just, about You weren't it. allowed to. They made fun. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, dude. Like, I watched the um, Florida Gators documentary on Netflix. Did you oh, see Swamp that Boy, yet? Swamp Boys, right? Yeah. Or something like yeah, that? Yeah, do you watch I, it? I haven't watched it yet, but... You should watch it. But um, a lot of... There was, I don't want to say backlash, but there was a lot of talk about it, how so many different storylines were left out about how like half of the players on Urban Meyer's team got arrested like within 10 years of yeah. the team. Uh, Aaron Hernandez wasn't mentioned. Uh, there was just a whole lot of drama that happened on the team and the whole documentary was basically focused on Tebow and how he got out. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. No, Urban Meyer, Ohio State legend as well. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. What happened with him there? I mean, he was just like it Head was coach of the team. By that's way. that's right. Um, <laughs> he just kind of like he had a great run for us. He coached for se- seven years. Yeah. yeah, won a couple of natties, right? Won one natty, just one. Okay, um, but he never lost to Michigan, which was very important. <laughs> that's huge for you guys. It's so funny, dude. Even, uh, dude but you I guys, mean, people you, don't understand that. Yeah, it's so funny here because nobody understands college football here. But I, I get I, that shit, dude. La- yeah, you know, I appreciate it. Like, like, <laughs> Like last year, we were playing Georgia in the playoff, right? The semifinal. And it was on New Year's Eve. 14 playoff. Right? 14 playoff on New Year's Eve, which is the dumbest thing ever. They make me, you know, want to pull my hair out for four hours on New Year's Eve. It's just exactly what I wanted to do. Um, and so, like, I'm, like, in this, in this like, bar, club, whatever, where, like, me and my, me and my group of friends are at. And there's a TV. And, like, I'm glued to the TV the whole time. Everybody else is, like, having a good time drinking, like, New Year's Eve and... People were like, what are you, like, what's wrong with you? Like, dude, it's just a football game. And I'm like, what hey, are you, are you a psycho? Yeah. You're sick. It's like, you, you shouldn't tell me that they, Ohio, like, this is not, and they just, they don't understand it. It's like, uh, it, they're like, why? How could someone ever skip New Year's Eve in New York to watch football? You know, it's crazy too. Like watching it on TV, you'd figured you'd understand how serious both teams are about the game, considering there's a hundred thousand people right. at that stadium. It's like a Taylor Swift concert. Yeah, it's massive. But then we lost, and like, all, like literally, like as the ball was dropping, and like all my friends are celebrating, whatever. And there's like. I think there's a video of me just kind of like sitting alone in the corner, <laughs> just like with a deadpan look. And I remember my roommate came up to me and he's like, hey man, like happy new year, man. I'm just like, please leave me alone. Within, <laughs> like, within like the last, me- um, I guess since Jim Harborough got to Michigan, now it's become more competitive, right? Oh, yeah, Even they, though Ohio State still has the upper hand, right? No, they, they beat us the last two years. They oh just, shit. Yeah. yeah, no, we used to, we don't have bragging rights currently. Really? No, it's bad. It's embarrassing. <laughs> it's like, it's like, it's so funny. Again, it's like one of those things where unless you like went to one of those two schools or grew up in the area, like you didn't you, get it. And I, I, and I understand it. Like, I understand that people like probably like you can't relate because it is, it's like, it's crazy behavior. I mean, I, like, think about it. Like Gates. I didn't. Yeah. It's crazy behavior. Like I didn't, I had a horrible, like I didn't enjoy New Year's Eve because my team, like it's most people, right. Are probably like, that's 
That's wild. My boy went to Michigan and I went to visit him and we got up at like 5.30 a.m., did the whole tailgate, and I got so drunk I didn't make it to the game. Too. Oh, but I, I feel mean, like that, but that happens a lot. That happens a lot with people. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, that's what it is. Because we went played. all the way to Michigan, didn't make the game. Yeah, that's ridiculous. tough. No, that's, you got to see the inside of the state. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know, dude. I feel bad about that. Yeah, Hopefully we, in the future. <laughs> you got to go back. Like so, how was the game? Like ah, yep, we got no idea. But I had a, I had a good little time. No, it's a it fun. fun. The, the college environment is fun. Do you see LeBron play ball at all in Ohio when you were there, dude? The I Cavaliers. Did, you know, I actually never saw LeBron because I just uh, I'm a big college basketball fan. But like Pittsburgh doesn't have a pro team, so I and I just I can't get behind Cleveland. I can't do it. I can't. I hate. Is the there Browns. some like, animosity between Columbus and Cleveland? It's Pittsburgh and Cleveland, and I, I guess technically yes. I grew up in Columbus, but my family being from the Pittsburgh area, just we can't stand Cleveland. How close is Columbus and Pittsburgh though? About three hours or so. So why do you why do you like the Pittsburgh? Because where my family is from. Like that's where our roots are. My parents moved to Columbus, so I grew up in Columbus, but like. You know, I went to Ohio State, but like yeah. I have, I have no connection to Cincinnati or Cleveland. That's what people say. They're like, "Don't you like root for those teams?" I'm like, yeah. I, "I have no one there." But you just like Ohio State because your dad used to work there, and, and, and I went, you went there. there. Right, right. That's fair. That's how you become a fan. Yeah. yeah. That's. <laughs> but for the most part, I'm I'm surprised you didn't really go check out LeBron. You weren't infatuated. Yeah, by I guess I should. I, I actually, I mean, I was big into you know LeBron and stuff back in the day. I yeah. guess I just. I don't know. I never made it up to Cleveland for a game. St. Vincent, St. Mary High School. Right. <laughs> was that anywhere near you? No, that's an Akron. An Akron. It's about two hours from me or oh, okay. two and a half hours. Yeah. But you're in New York for good, man. So you I think so. New York or LA, whatever, whatever pays me the most money to stay. I like that. To be honest. I like that, dude. Have so you ever moved from New York or no? No, no. Yeah. Like I, like I said, I've spent a few days or in LA, a few days in Miami, a few days in Chicago. Um, all the, for the most part, like major cities. I haven't been to Texas yet. Texas. I've been to Texas several times. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's fun. Like I've, I did shows in Austin, which was sick. Austin's fun. I, I enjoy it. I, I do think it's kind of like a, it's definitely more, it's similar to Columbus a little bit where it's like a college town kind of thing. I have a lot of friends who live there now, but when they turn 28 or 29, they're going to be like, I need to get the hell out of here. Yeah. Did you see a lot of people from your town? I don't Maybe this is incorrect for me to think this way, but were there a lot of people from your town that dealt with the OxyContin situation? Was that the right place? Um, you know what I'm talking about, isn't that kind of where it first started? That's where they started pushing the drug the most. We or, I think that's what I saw on that Netflix documentary. Yeah, I mean, maybe with Matthew it was. Broderick. Well, we have, uh, yeah. Well, Ohio has a bad opioid issue. Yeah, why? I don't know. It's, I mean, it's. I, I tell people not to go for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like it's. Uh, no, it's actually fine. It, it's like it's. It's more. <laughs> right, it's fine. It's just hard drugs. Um, <laughs> No, it's like, no, like you won't walk into Ohio and be like, oh, this is like a problem. But like, it's yeah. just very much a lot of like small, like country rural areas, I guess, that just have like opioid issues. I mean, I was taking, I'm pretty sure I was taking Oxycontin after I had jaw surgery, like really invasive jaw surgery. And anytime I took it, I would just feel like shit. I would just throw up immediately. And then one time I was kind of dreaming and had a dream that I was like underwater, couldn't breathe. I woke up and I was like, ah! and that was the last time I took it. Yeah. I think so I'm, I'm taken happy some I didn't stuff. get addicted to it. I've definitely had, cause I had to, I broke my collarbone and I had to take Ooh. some, some stuff from that. But Doing what? Dude, it's the lamest story of all time. 
I was, I know, it's like I've played sports, I, whatever. <laughs> and that's the thing, you would think, I've never been injured playing football. Like me, this like brittle little man, never got injured playing football. But I was going to get the mail in college, and I slipped on black ice. I, and I fell backwards. Like a cartoon, like how they slip on like a banana peel. And they go flying. That's yeah. literally what it was. I've had injuries like that in the past too, like playing sports, and then like one day I was like, all of a sudden, my I have a torn labrum in my shoulder. Yeah, that's just from insane. doing nothing. You yeah, no, I mean? it was. I guess that happens. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But it was like, I mean, it was yeah, the most pain. I almost passed out. Like you know, because it was like the I, I fell on my back so hard that my collarbone pops, like you know, pops up right. So it comes up. It didn't come out of my skin. Yeah, but it was like it was out. <laughs> like it was, it was out there. And uh, I remember I went to get like to go to the doctor. The doctor's like, yeah. uh, this is a worse break than like most NFL quarterbacks get no. like <laughs> when they get sacked. And like, he just started is, prescribing you whatever drug. Well, they did the surgery and whatnot. And then, you know, they afterwards you just got to get, you know, you got to get, I don't know, some drugs. Whatever drug. Yeah, man. That's the fucking crazy part, man. I, I don't know. I, I think, what, well, how old was I at the time? I think 21, 22. Oh, damn. That's a freaking good time Pri to get Prime age to start <laughs> yeah. getting into drugs. What kind of stuff did you do in high school? Oh, no. Like fun stuff. Oh, fun stuff. No, I wasn't nothing. I wasn't fun. No, I, um. The malls? Yeah, dude. We'd freaking go to the mall, hang out in a parking lot. I mean, I'm like, yeah, it's, I mean, I, it was fun, but it was just a different kind of fun. Like New York people who grew up here probably wouldn't think it was fun. Definitely not. No offense. Just kind of screwing around. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. <laughs> you know, screw around, go to malls, go to, I don't know. The community like, vibe, though, does sound fun. I will say, like, the Friday night lights game. Yeah, that's cool. And then you go hang out at friends' everyone. place afterwards. You yes. go to restaurants afterwards, stuff like that. Um, yeah, but it's very much like like in country music songs where they're just like, you know, at the tailgate, everyone's got a beer. Whatever. Like, that's literally what it is. Like, you, are you still tight with a, a bunch of friends from Ohio? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got a... Got a group chat. You guys are like the fantasy football league. Yeah, we've got that. The standard men's fantasy football league for yes. hometown friends. Yes. yes. What kind of stuff do your boys do? And they're still um, living in Ohio? Uh, no, they kind of spread out a little bit in That's recent good. years. Yeah. It's fun to when we all go back to Ohio and hang out during the holidays and stuff. Like I said, I do love to visit. It's a, it's a great time. Um, but uh, yeah, some of my friends, I've got some in Austin. Got some in Charlotte now. Any in New York, though? No. Not in New York, dude. Just you. No one came. Because I feel like, you know, well, Ohio, like, Ohio and the Midwest in general is very big pipeline to Chicago. So, that's like our holy grail of the Midwest. You know, you're probably not going to visit Ohio or Indiana or whatever, South Dakota. But you're going to go visit Chicago at some point. What are some of the... Things that your friends do living in Ohio, like professionally as um, a job. You know, I mean, some of them. Like, what do people think about what you're doing? They think they're like, they, it's like kind of unheard of, I guess, a little bit. Yeah, you got to love that, man. That's I, I kind of like it because I never it's pictured myself great. doing it. But it's yeah. like, and I don't even mean to like talk myself up when I say that. But it was do it, bro. definitely Come on. like, no, but it, yeah, but it's definitely like, uh, you know, I don't, it's just, you don't have any entertain, you don't have any source of entertainment in that part of the country, really. Like, I'm not saying, like, any anybody who wants to get into this industry has to move from there. You can't make a career. You mean move from Ohio in general, from a smaller town in the USA to a bigger smaller city? Smaller town. I mean, you could say Ohio, you could say, you know, southern Indiana, you could say Alabama. You can't be a stand-up comic in Alabama. 
Like, you could start there, right? Maybe learn the ropes. But, like, if you want to actually, like, get on the map, I mean, you know, you got to be in New York or L.A. Chicago's got a good scene. Austin has a good scene now. So, I think outside of those four cities, it's just going to be an uphill battle. You moved here in 2021? Yeah, 2020. April 21. Where did you move in 2020? Did you mention that? No, I, uh, well, yeah, no. So I basically, I accepted a job with Salesforce, right? So financial services. Mark Benioff. 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 The reason I know his name is just from a Tony Robbins event. Yeah. He's talking about him, how he grew his company from like 9 billion to, I don't know. Like, or yeah. maybe it was 90 million to like 9 billion, something like that. Yeah, they're not doing great now. No, why is that? <laughs> well, they, they had to they like, lost you. Yeah, that's why exactly they lost me. <laughs> they lost, they lost Bill. Me. 24 years old, they lost me, and that was that was when things started to go Tragic. to go bad for for Salesforce. But what happened? Uh, well, they laid off like I think like 10 to 15 percent of their. That's what know, like everyone's doing right so now. So right? everybody in tech was doing. Yeah. But it was funny because I guess maybe funny is not the right. I thought it was funny because I don't. I have some. I don't. I didn't like working there basically, so I don't care if the company fails. That's funny to me. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they they laid off like fifteen percent of their workforce, which is how many people? Dude, I want to say like um, fifteen hundred people type. No, dude, because they've got about forty thousand who work there. So so I think they want to. They laid off somewhere. I mean, I don't know. I want to say it's between like seven and ten thousand. Oh! so it might have been a little more, right? Like it was. It was quite a bit. You know, I mean, there's probably at least, yeah, probably about five to 10,000 people somewhere in there. So it was a lot. And because uh, I think they have about 40 to 50,000 total. Right. So um, but they, they did that. And then like a week later, and this might have already been news that had already been broke, like people had known. But like an article came out or like I saw that they paid like Matthew McConaughey like 10 million bucks to be in a Super Bowl ad. So like, they're like, I'm just like picturing like how that meeting went down. They're like, I don't know how we're going to pay these people. I mean, if I'm McConaughey, I'm like, I don't really, I don't don't care. Stupid tech company. Yeah. They're going to give me 10 million bucks to be in a 30 second ad. Yeah. And they're worth billions. They're worth billions, you know, like whatever. So where were you 2020? Were you in Ohio? So no, it was actually, um, I was, it was interesting. I, so Salesforce had opened up a new office in Dallas, Texas, and I was supposed to move there. Um, and they gave me the option between Chicago and Dallas. I'm like, I've been to Chicago a bunch. Like, I'll try Dallas out. Good weather. And was golf, it fully whatever. in office? Or that was it was supposed mode? to be. Now this was this was pre this was January 2020. So because I graduated in December 2019, so it was right before COVID. But before I had to go to before I went to Dallas, I'd do a uh, like a post grad kind of like tr- like pro training program, whatever you want. Cause some bullshit thing that these companies do. And it was in Indianapolis, which is weirdly enough, one of Salesforce's like biggest hubs. It's like their second biggest office outside of San Francisco. They have a pretty big one here in New York, right? They do. So it might be like New York, San Fran and, like and in, Bryant Park. Maybe. I've yeah, seen it is. But, but Indy, whatever it, they got this massive tower. And so I was there, I was, I was there from January to, to June actually. So for about five months I was there just like doing this, like with this like post-grad cohort, just like kind of doing a bunch of different stuff, whatever. And, uh, you know, COVID happened kind of in the middle of that. So, like, our program went from in-person to virtual. A lot of kids went back home. Is that what you did? No, I kind of stayed in Indy. Um, I saw an apartment there. I just, I was like, I'd already been home. For, like, Columbus, I was I was paying for an apartment. You know what I mean? So, I was like, let's, there's no reason to keep paying. Like, You mean in Indiana you were paying for an yeah, apartment? Yeah, okay. right. So, I was like, so, I mean, if I'm going to pay, like, I may as well be here. Like, I don't know, 
check stay in a new city for a little bit. Yeah. I mean, I went back home several times, like, you know, see friends, family, whatnot, but um, they're very close to each other, so it didn't really matter that much to me. Um, but yeah, then the Dallas thing never happened because COVID just kept going and going and going. And that was, I guess, the whole blessing in disguise because yeah. then I started, you know, I after the indie thing was over, I went back home, lived at home again because I there wasn't anywhere for me to move. And I just started like posting the TikToks. Yeah, I was going to ask, was there a certain video that you posted where you were like, oh, I can, uh, I can get behind this thing. Yeah, it was, um, I did the, right, early on I did the impressions and, and I wasn't getting any luck for like over a month. I almost gave up. I was like, this is stupid. Oh shit. And then I, I posted, uh, <laughs> I did, I did a Ben Shapiro impression of Ben Shapiro reading mean tweets like they do on uh, Jimmy Kimmel. Yes. And it got, that was my first viral video. Yeah. And I just, I don't know. It just Road from there. went from there. Yeah. Are, you, you, are you Jewish? No, I'm Italian. Oh, okay. Right. Half Italian. Well, Italian, Jewish. I'm people always quarter say that. Italian. Yeah, people yeah, always Jewish. say like Jewish or Italian, whatever. Yeah, kind of the same thing. The same. Uh, but you were in Ohio at that point and your videos were doing well enough to where you were like, all right, let's pursue this and move to LA. Well, it was New York. Cause yeah, it was 2021 New York. Right. Damn, so just, dude, you've been bouncing around the past four years, huh? Yeah, Seems I mean like a little bit, but I've only I only had gone to I've only technically been in LA for since April of this year, so like I wasn't there for that long. But but yeah, like I was after like a little bit of after a little bit of time, I did a. It's funny that um, do you know Ethan Klein? The H three H three podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had me do a Ben Shapiro bit for them. Oh, like I dope. called in doing the voice or whatever because he lo- he thought the video was hilarious. That's dope. And that was like when I was like a lot of people kind of like kind of like it kind of got me on the map a little bit. Yeah, maybe I that. saw that. Maybe I saw that. You might be way back when you might have. Let's go. And uh, that's when I was kind of like, okay, like maybe there's an angle. Like maybe you can actually you know do this. Once that video started popping off, did you think about? other avenues in comedy though like you were saying you wanted to move forth your in-person presence but was that in your mind when you were making those videos or no i mean i was kind of just trying to do whatever was working at the time like i said i didn't know much about comedy so i was very that was when i was very new to stand up i was first trying stand up i did improv classes at ucb yes dude we got the herald sign right there on the uh, refrigerator (laughs) still living yes that was like dude i gotta catch up like most of my competition these people are theater kit like i gotta catch up you know i gotta you know i gotta whatever so i kind of just like try to do it all at once while i could while i was working from home and Mm -hmm. definitely not working hard and um you know just yeah was like he tried to try to pursue it a little bit more because I don't know if I was thinking as much about the future at that time, but I knew that again, if I wanted to do something in entertainment, I couldn't just kind of stay in my parents' house. How have you felt the transition from doing online videos, doing very well into stand up now where you're able to sell a bunch of tickets? Do you feel like pressure on your stand up side to please all the people that love your online videos? How does that look? Cause that's a dip. That's kind of different within like the last five years in comedy, you know? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. And you, you definitely, uh, you do have, because a lot of people I think are, are, are kind of maybe in my position where you started online and whatever, and people maybe have this, this perception of you, this opinion of you, they like you for a certain bit or whatever. Yeah. Like but, people screaming out to you, do the Ben Shapiro bit. Yeah, and I mean, I, and I haven't done stuff like that in a long time uh-huh. for that reason. Okay. Cause I just like, I need to get away from some of that. Yeah. Um, but stand, but the thing is, is once you like build a following, it's like everything you do has to deliver. So like I, 
it, it, it is not a good look for me to and like promote a show, do the show, and do perform poorly because people are like, oh, that sucks. I'll just like watch his videos. Like he's funnier. Like you want to be funny all the time, right? That's kind of the goal. You know, you can't. You know, that's you don't make a living off of like views on Instagram. You know, you make a living off of like ticket sales and stuff. So that when I started to realize that. That's when I was kind of like, all right, well, if you you know, you need to when be. When did you realize that? Dude, probably like, I don't know, probably like sometime like last year, I guess, when I was kind of like, you know, and even still, like I'm doing these ads for some, you know, I did an ad for like Sunny D Vodka Seltzer, you know, like Sorry. I do stuff like that, which is like whatever. Um, but then, you know, I started opening for Tim a little bit. I did my own show at City Winery even like yeah, recently. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah, and you see that you, you kind of see the, the money that can be made from it. And you're like, this is like actually like a this is a good living that you can make consistently because if you're a touring comic, you know you're working you know most weekends, doing these ads and stuff. It's like yeah, sometimes they can pay well, but it's also can be very infrequent. You know, you're not getting a paycheck every two weeks like I was at Salesforce. What do you see yourself moving forward in comedy doing doing the online stuff and having um, a presence in both? Yeah, I think so. I think for the time being, just keep doing both is, is my, you know, just trying to be really funny all the time in both. Yeah. And then, I, <laughs> I mean, that's, that. that's what it is, dude. Yeah. No one can, that's the thing. Like I said, dude, like I'm not like a, like I'm not like a model influencer. who can just like post a picture and like have people engage. Do a catwalk, get a million likes. No, it's, it doesn't work that way. Like if like even I like, <laughs> I don't think people gen like I genuinely don't think people really care that much about what I'm doing in my personal life. I just, I need to entertain them basically at this point, you know, I could be wrong, but I feel like me posting pictures like out with my boy. <laughs> shirtless. Like, uh, yeah, well, it's just like out with my boy, like, you know what I mean? Out with my friends on like a night out or they're going to be like, what is, yeah, what dude, that's sometimes this? like, I don't really watch stories at all. And then like when I watch someone random who like, obviously I follow everyone for a reason. Cause I'm, you know, friendly with them and I'm tight with them, whatever. But like if I watch someone's story and they like take a picture of their brunch, I'm like, what? Yeah, dude, I, I mean, if I did that, that. <laughs> that's the thing. If I did that, people people will come into my DMs and be like, dude, you suck. Yeah, I'm but following like, you. Yeah, like, no offense to anyone who does that, but like, <laughs> bro, I don't care what you're wearing tonight. I don't care what you ate for brunch. If you had a funny, like, little um, clip from your show, yeah, nice. I just watched your story. Cool. Well, I the, feel better for it. Yeah, well, that that's the thing is I feel like people who use Instagram and stuff for fun, that's what you're supposed to do is yes. just share brunch. Agreed. But right, we don't get the same treatment. No, like, right. If I post brunch, it's like no one there. People would literally say, hey, man, no one cares. Like, unless there's a funny, no, like, there's got to be a funny. The only time I'm allowed to do that is if there's a funny little quip, like a funny comment from my son, you know. It's basically like you, you're narrating your life in a comedic tone. Yes. It's kind of how it is. So your YouTube is popping, too. I checked it out. What is, what do you think the future is for comedy in terms of online? Um... I would say I you have a pretty good pulse on it, a good hand, finger on the pulse. Yeah, I mean, I would say just it's always gonna it's gonna continue to change. Right now, TikTok and Instagram are the the big leaders. Uh, YouTube is great for you know podcasts for long form stuff, whatever. But everybody's attention span is just dwindling. Yeah, you know, like as yeah. the day, like by the day. Like, <laughs> like, even, even I will say, you know, Shane Gillis. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He came out with a special on Netflix, and like I haven't gotten myself to watch. It. I, he's a very funny comic, but like. 
I'm really watching it through TikTok clips. You yeah. know, like I'm uh, seeing yeah. like a 45 second joke that was obviously on the special, but it's just by my thumb and like I can scroll through it yeah. and watch it that way. And it's a lot easier. Yeah, that's that. And I think that's the direction that, I mean, that's the direction we're at right now. That's probably where it's going. But like most of your followers and fans are just like regular, you know, everyday consumers really just care about the number next to your name. Do they have 180,000 followers? Oh, they yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. So then they put butts in the seats. They must be funny. Like, uh, there's a kind of, what, what, what's so, what about them has, you know, is why, what about them makes 200,000 people follow them? What's like, been your best moment so far, if you can pinpoint it? Stand-up wise? Yeah, 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 stand-up wise. Uh, so I did open for Tim at the Chicago Theater in June, Dope. which was crazy. Yeah, that was, <laughs> yeah, no, it's so funny because, uh, my parents came, my brother came, and my brother had never seen me do stand-up. No He'd way. never been to a comedy show. Dude, that's And the sick. first one he saw was Chicago Theater, and I told him after, I'm like, you're not allowed to come to another. And yeah, like, literally. So I was like, yeah, you, you can't come back now. This yeah, is, when I do the funny, hometown man. show at the Funny Bone, you won't be invited. Yeah, it's funny, because like, also being in New York, man, we see that kind of shit all the time. You know, we'll see a sold-out crowd on a Wednesday night and then the very next night, you know, it's not sold out. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, dude, yeah, no. I took some punches last week in this at some spots yeah. in the city. Yeah. That's good for you though. You, you got know? that's it's that's the thing. You. That's what you need. You gotta take dude. some gut punches. You gotta bomb in front of like the you know, the the tourists from foreign countries who 100%. are like staring at you what like What is he saying? I don't get this. <laughs> so you're at thirty minutes right now, right? We spoke about this briefly at uh the show at the Moxie yeah. Hotel, by the way, have we not mentioned this? Moxie Nate Hotel. did the Ted Jones comedy show at the Moxie Chelsea Hotel. Thank you so much for doing it, bro. Hope you had a good time. Um, but uh, you're at like 30 minutes. You're comfortable at right now, you'd say? Yeah, at, at City Winery, I did about 30. And, yeah. and honestly, like, I I could, like, I have the material to, because I've been thinking about that now, because now the next step is like, okay, you know, try and, can you go on the road and sell tickets? Sure. And uh, I've... I'm, I'm getting like how much like how much can you stretch like I yes. I have more material I think like even when I do the 30 minutes like I remember I walked off I'm like oh I forgot two bits like so I could probably do more but like I think right now um the, the, the kind of the the idea is to just be like put on a good show for your followers and if like this was my first headlining set right first time I'd been advertised as a headliner so you want people to just see the best version of you. And I know that if I try to do an hour or 50 minutes or whatever, it's, it's going to, it's going to taper off at some point. Cause do I just, you, do you feel pressure for yourself just because like people who are online are like, all right, well, we want to go see Nate. We want to see Nate the entire show. We're expecting an hour from him. Is that kind of where you feel the pressure? A little bit, but honestly, like I advertise it. Like for this show, I said, Hey, this is Nate Meeker and friends. I, yeah, I put, you know, right, a right, few right, other right. comics on. I didn't tell the audience how much time anyone was doing, but it was just like, I'm the headliner. So I'm doing the most time. Everybody else did about 10 to 12. I did about 30. And you had like four other people, yeah. three other people, a host and three other comics. Okay. So I think that'll probably be, I, I want to try and do it again. Maybe later this fall, maybe October, November. And that'll probably be, it'll probably be a similar formula. You have any interest in taping something soon? Probably. I mean, I record it. I, I like to record a lot for sure. Just yeah. to like have it. I need to post more stand up clips for sure. But, uh, I don't think, I don't think I need to tape a special right now. Like it's just, I've only been doing it. I haven't even remember, like I didn't start till like, this is probably November, December, 2020. So I haven't even been doing this three years. I don't want to put out a special that's like 
half-baked or not good just to say I did it or yeah. just to tell them, yeah. hey, guys, I'm also doing stand-up. It's yeah. not good stand-up, right. but you know, <laughs> it's, it's here. Like, well, I, I don't a, want that. There's a the lot case. of pressure, too, with uh, people in our industry to put out that hour. People are waiting on it for the most part. Yeah. But do you see, when you do release it, do you see yourself going to... Uh, a Netflix and Amazon Prime or would you put it on your YouTube? Would it just depend on the numbers? Yeah, depend on the numbers. Honestly, I, I think at that point, like when you're ready to do something like that, like if, I, if I'm ready to film a special, I should probably have like representation by that point. Like, you know, like I don't have like a comedy agent right now. I think at that point when you do have an agent and maybe they start setting up shows for you and you're like, hey, the shows are going well, people are buying tickets. Let's like put it out there then I think you do that, you tape it, you kind of see what it's like, and then you then you can say, let's pitch it to Netflix or Hulu or yeah. Amazon Prime. Or, you know, if nobody bites or if, um, you know, the numbers aren't great, then I just, I'd probably just upload it to YouTube. Are you going to start looking to book dates in the states that are close to New York here, uh, Connecticut, New Jersey? Are you looking into that? Or I would like to. Yeah, I would like to. Um, I think that's kind of the next step with this. Yeah, because I think there are kind of a lot of uh, city winery-esque type clubs that are Philly. close to the city. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yes. I know I know people go to Philly. So, them. yeah. Yeah, that would be cool um, to try and set stuff up there. Yeah. So... Yeah, hopefully I can hit the road a little bit more and, and start doing some more. What do you see yourself doing in the next few years, though? Like more heavily focused around stand-up or the or the sketches or kind of both? I mean, I definitely think it's you just got to keep doing both until one, you know, like I said, you know, one clicks. And, yep. and then it'll bring everyone to your stand-up or everyone loves your stand-up, right. bring you to the thing. We got to wear a bunch of hats. That's kind of open. Yeah, yes. <laughs> right. Yes, this, this is what people love <laughs> yeah dude hey i have money guys i already have money <laughs> don't go, spend dude. it on me yeah have, nate said uh, nate told me how much the hat was i didn't believe it can you guys <laughs> also believe did you go you know have you been to the u.s open i haven't been no bro you gotta go i didn't go this year but um i've been a hitting partner uh, many a times because like i used to just hang out at the u.s open you see like i got credentials oh, yeah, here like right. player yeah. passes and shit like that whatever i'll show you guys separately but um <laughs> Yeah, the U.S. Open's a great time. You ever been to a golfing event, a pro golf event? Oh, yeah. We have the Memorial in Columbus, which is so fun. It's nice. like one of the biggest tournaments of the year. And, uh, yeah, I've, I've seen Tiger Woods win in person. It was very cool. 2012. That's fucking dope. Yeah, was that, that was dope. Was that um, before the shenanigans of Tiger Woods? Or was that, like, right around well, the same time? I'm talking about when he made the, after the press conference, after his wife found out that. She oh, that was them, after. Like this was a few women. years after. Yeah. <laughs> that happened in like 2009, maybe. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That was like 08, 09. This was in 2012. And now Charlie Woods can really ball. Charlie's a baller. Damn, yeah, dude. Yeah, he's a baller. How does your swing look? Um, Bro, was that just thunder? Yeah, dude. Ooh. I was wild. It was loud. It was like some Ohio thunder, right? It, yeah. You ever been in a tornado? I guess we'll go quickly transition to that. Not a tornado. We've had plenty of tornado warnings. I've never been <laughs> in one. <laughs> yeah, dude. That shit is scary. Never. Just because it's like flat rolling lands. Oh, yeah. Like a tornado is tearing things up in Ohio. Yeah, have happens. you seen it from a distance? Like with binoculars? I've seen some funnel clouds, but never touched down. <laughs> What's a funnel cloud? It's like the start. It's like the formation of a tornado. Fuck. Yeah, you're like looking at it. You're like... Yes. I mean, I've never been in like a, I don't think it's ever been, I've never been concerned for my life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there have been, there've been some severe tornado warnings. What was, sure. the, what was like a dramatic event that happened in Ohio that wouldn't happen in other states maybe? Oh, dude, well, I Like mean, I'd say like, for example, today's 9-11. So in New York, that's a dramatic <laughs> yeah. event. You would, some would think. Yes. Some would, some <laughs> yeah. would categorize, categorize that. Um, 
I mean, growing up, not a lot, but I remember last year that the, um, or I guess maybe it was earlier this year, the, uh, the train got derailed in Ohio and a bunch of like chemicals spilled. Didn't they say that was like an insider job or no? I mean, it might be. It might Why would that be an insider job? I don't though? know. I, if everybody hates Ohio, they're like, we just need to get rid of this. Oh, it was the it was a like, town in Ohio, right? That really got fucked up. Palestine. Yeah, it was a small town. We talked about that town. on the pod. I remember that. So I didn't have to experience that, but it's it's so funny because you know people in Ohio, like again, like everybody outside, like we just like things happen in Ohio, and we're just like, yeah, whatever, kind of thing. Like it's just like you know, um, and people just kind of go about their day. It was so funny because no nobody in Ohio even cared. Everybody, everybody in the everybody else in the country cared about what was happening. They're like, "Is Ohio okay?" And we're just yeah. like, "A train crash. Who cares?" Right. Get tra- they're like, "No, like you guys are in trouble." We're like, "Well, figure it out. Get yeah. off our backs." Like, did, you, did you ever watch Last Chance? You do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah I have watched. That, that was a random yeah. segue, but that was like a small town. It was not in Ohio, I guess. It was in Kansas, Independence, yeah. Kansas. Very, I guess, kind of. There are probably some similarities. Small town. But I remember, like, I texted my parents. I'm like, "Hey, like, have you guys like heard news about the train derailment?" They're yeah. like, "What train? Like, what are you talking about?" <laughs> this was like two weeks after it happened. They're like, "Oh, that thing? Yeah, I don't know." And then we also have not heard anything about it. Just being like in the realm of news, I haven't heard anything no, about it, it since it, it happened. Right, it's done. Yeah, it's just like that's why there's there's maybe more to that story. Yeah, yeah, I don't know, but not, not that was yeah nothing uh, nothing like super interesting happens. Obviously, I don't know. LeBron wins the final. Like that's how you know not a whole lot is going on when you're like, yeah, LeBron won the finals. <laughs> that was you know, like that's it like yeah that was it that's interesting akron had a really good uh college soccer team i remember they played they U- did UConn, and they it was did. like one versus two in the country yeah for whatever reason Pretty random akron <laughs> yeah, had the best i don't get it yeah i don't know outside of yeah that's the thing like football season is like our thi- like you know columbus you know the whole state just kind of rallies around ohio state during football season and you know i mean other than that you're just kind of chilling you know, doing opioids. Yeah. The fun stuff. Doing. Nate yeah. Meager, thank you so much for coming on the pod. Thank Guys, you, brother. this is quite the episode. Nate, before you get out of here, we're going to pop up your Instagram. Please let us know where we can find you and uh, what you've got coming up. That's exciting. Yes. Uh, Nate Meeker underscore is my Instagram. Nate dot Meeker is my TikTok. And uh, I just have a bunch of shows coming up in New York City. I'll be here for. Most of the fall. Are you and going then back to L.A. at some point? I'll probably go back to L.A. after, maybe like after Thanksgiving or whatever. Maybe during uh, kind of like that time, I'll finally head back there and just get the apartment situated. I don't know, whatever. And uh, yeah, hopefully I will be doing another headlining show. So Love it. Tuned. Follow this guy. He's freaking hilarious. Great, happy-go-lucky guy. And Nate, we'll see you at the gym. Guys, Let's thanks so it. much for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Peace.